Well, I'm back one more time. <laughs> Danny's musical chats. Well, yeah, things are changing, and uh, that's just the way things go in the world. They're always changing. They're always remaining the same in some ways. But what is happening right now is quite interesting. Um, I live in Vancouver, British Columbia, and uh, what's happened today, it was announced that there's going to be as in a lot of other places, relaxation of uh, COVID-19 uh, protocols or you know, restrictions, etc. cetera. Uh, loosening of them. Not a complete removal, but a loosening and in stages, as is the way it's supposed to be, I would think. <laughs> Some other places, not so much. I look at Alberta and it's hard to know what those guys are thinking. Uh, in any case, how this relates to music... I think is important, not so much the music, but just the, the business of music and and the ability of musicians to make a living. The last eighteen months have been very very brutal for musicians, performing gigging musicians. Not, you know, if you're a session player or you're in a recording studio, it's, it has, you know, COVID definitely had affected it. You know, because smaller studios you can't be close. Just, it's definitely been disruptive, but in terms of playing in public in a in a venue, um, that has been very very hard hit. And in in Vancouver, uh, there've been venues that have gone down as a result of COVID, or it just was the final nail in the coffin, perhaps. But so what's happening now is things are opening up, and people are allowed to to play in certain circumstances more than they were before uh, a lot there's gonna be a lot of outside small events over the summer is what i'm seeing community things small things um, you don't live here so or if you do <laughs> we don't know who's listening here it's the internet but you know in in parks and in things like that, you know, very small, low-key, acoustic-type things, not. Um, the big bar gigs and things are kind of a thing of the past anyway. Um, most of the big bars here have closed. Uh, they're done. They're history. Um, it'll be interesting to see how this thing unfolds, um, you know, in terms of people want to go out, they want to hear live music, and that's all good. But it's, it's, it's a health and safety situation. Um, and I think they're being reasonably prudent about the way they're doing things. I have my misgivings, but that's just me. <laughs> the vaccinations are being very effective. And, you know, they're really pushing towards that second vaccination. And one of the reasons they are is because of the Delta variant, which has become the, the one in the UK, and it's definitely here. And uh, it's a lot worse. You know, it, it is a lot more transmissible. And uh, so the, the idea is the vaccinations pump them so everybody gets their second vaccination. They're really pushing it, and I think it's great. I'm getting mine on the 26th of June. But how does this affect the music business? Well, the gatherings of people, the numbers of people that you can have in a, in a place of business, and the protocols that are expected in those businesses, you know, up until till now, I mean, 
masks were mandatory in all inside locations, uh, like, you know, in Safeway or, you know, wherever, in a mall or whatever, you had to wear your mask. Uh, I, I gather that that's changing, and I don't know if uh, that's such a great idea. Uh, I'm not entirely clear on that, but I guess what I'm saying is that a, a venue, a bar, is, I think, going to be limited to 50 people, I think. Now, that's not an awful lot of people, um, you know, and the situation being what it is, um, it'll be very interesting to see how people behave, you know, in terms of like, you know, now you can drink until midnight. It was 10 o'clock before, you know, people getting a little bit more high, more drunk or, you know, intoxicated or whatever, or the potential for that anyway, which is going to happen. <laughs> you can count on it. Um, people don't behave as responsibly when they drink. That's just the way it goes. So that's probably one of the reasons people do drink, just so they can goof off. And You know, unfortunately, the situation is not over with COVID. Uh, people really, really want to have, you know, loosen up. I get it. I'm burned out myself. I'm no different from anybody else. 18 months of this stuff is... It's been taking its toll on me. Um, you know, it's probably a lot harder for younger people, actually, because they're so social and that's just the thing, you know. Um, you know, they want to party. They want to get together. It's a natural thing, and it's been, you know, and it's been hard, and there's been an awful lot of noncompliance as a result. Uh, we made it this far, which is great, but you know, a, lot of, a lot of people have died. A lot of people are sick. There's a lot of people have got long-term problems from COVID. It's very, very real. And, you know, the numbers are going down. That's fantastic. Vaccinations are going up. Numbers are going down. But it hasn't gone away. And the potential for this variant, this Delta variant, to throw a screw into everything is quite real. This is what's happened in the UK. They've ended up having to extend their, you know, their tightening down because their numbers have gone berserk from this Delta thing, because it's apparently eight times more transmissible. Six to eight times, I've heard both. Yeah, think about that for a second. So, you know, if you've got people, you know, going into public places that maybe haven't got vaccinated, you know, or you've got people that are vaccinated, but they're still carrying, um, and it happens to be a Delta. You know, you know, I'm not a scientist. I don't know anything about these things. Well, I'm like most of us. Like, well, I don't know. I am interested. I want to know as much as I can understand. You know, I don't understand the depth of all this stuff. But on a very crude level, I kind of get it. And I think that I hope, I hope that people are, are prudent enough not to be, to go completely gaga because they've opened the door on them slightly. Because it's not fully open, and that's good. However, the nature of people is to give them an inch, they take a mile. You know, not everybody. I shouldn't say that, the nature of people. But it is an inclination. And I think particularly in the case of having so much restriction that we've been dealing with, it's, it's not unreasonable to expect a fair amount of that kind of behavior. And you just got to hope that, you know, that things don't go sideways. <clears throat> and we all are very, you know, 
there's so much of so people are almost intoxicated with optimism now because of the vaccinations and the numbers and and the changes that are happening now you can travel freely you can do this you can do that uh more people in a place etc cetera, etc cetera. but there still are other things that haven't changed <coughs> i mean the whole idea is to do it in stages excuse me <coughs> it was a walnut i ate a walnut earlier and it was kind of anyway this thing is done in stages you know and and if we hit the right numbers and it's all based on numbers, I guess, you know, uh, hospitalizations, you know, infections, etc. So if we hit the right numbers, there'll be the next stage and they'll open it up further. And the idea is that by September, we're back to quote unquote normal. Uh, well, <laughs> wouldn't that be nice? I don't know if that's so realistic. Uh, what do I know? I said, in fact, none of us really know. It's a wait-and-see situation. It is constantly changing, and they're finding out stuff all the time. It's an evolving thing. Um, it's not like a simple situation. You know, there's people that really, really know this shit that are actually studying it, you know, that are, you know, pushing for different things to happen, and there's a lot of political pressure. There's a lot of economic pressure. There's a lot of... You know, just generally people are losing their shit, you know, you know, so I think something has to happen to loosen up a bit or else there'll be a total explosion. You know, I don't know exactly how I'm going to cope with this myself personally as a musician. You know, I'm pretty much semi-retired anyway, it doesn't really matter, but I'd like to go out and play, you know, you know, do the odd gig, I wouldn't mind sitting in and jamming with people. How is this all going to be? I don't know. I look around and, frankly, it, part of me is sort of like, I don't know if I really want to get out there playing because there's a lot of people that are younger than me. You know, I'm pushing 70. I've been around the block so many years, it's ridiculous playing music. So I look at the younger, you know, even people that are 20 years younger than me, that are, they've been hurting really bad because all of their dough came from gigging. And all of a sudden, it's been like 18, well, maybe not the full 18 months, but a lot of months of no work. It's sporadic work at best when things were a little optimistic and whatever. But, you know, really, really hard times. So a certain eth ethical thing for me, you know, do I want to go out and occupy a space, making my meager little bit of money to play music, when some other guy who has, isn't getting a pension who's like not 65 or over and he's struggling to make his rent and you know do I take money out of do I take money out of his pocket you know it's a difficult one and I mean this kind of a situation I want to talk about Danny's musical chats I've been watching this phenomenon happen for quite a while um, way before COVID ever happened of people that really don't need the money to, pull, to uh, for gigs, right? They don't really need the money. They've got, they're either retired or they've got a really good job or, you know, whatever, they've inherited money, whatever their reasons. They don't need the money. They're not like gigging, struggling musicians. You know, people that are 100%, that's their thing. You know, 
that's that's almost a completely dying breed anyway, really. It has been for many years. People have always supplanted, you know, with... Uh, there are people that don't, but generally teaching music is a big one. That's what I've done as a, as a secondary income for all these years. Um, you know, that's one thing. Some guys work in music stores. Uh, some guys have actual real jobs, <laughs> you know, doing courier or whatever, you know, flexible jobs that can keep gigging. But what's happened for a lot of these guys, you know, I mean, I used to be one of them, believe me. Uh, if COVID would have happened and I wasn't over 65 with a pension, God help me. I don't know what I would have done. I don't know how these people have gotten by. They must have some, some other resources, you know, and I'm glad they do. But I do know that now things are loosening up and some gigs are starting to happen. Ethically, I think, you know, I think I'm going to pass. I'm going to pass and I'm going to, Hopefully, people I know that are in more need are going to get out there and they're going to play and make a few bucks. It's going to be it's going to be a scramble. I mean, it's going to be really a scramble because there's a lot less gigs anyway, and there's been this economic shit kicking that we've taken. The bars are not doing well. I mean, not that I have a lot of sympathy for them because they've treated musicians like crap forever. However, that being the case. It's going to be very. It's going to be a real scramble, and uh, it's you know we're far from seeing the light here, as far as musicians go. Musicians have always struggled, you know. Unless you get incredibly lucky, it's a very very tough life. So, you add this COVID thing that has happened into the thing, plus a declining industry and stagnant wages, actually declining wages. Um, and you have, you have very challenging times for musicians. So if you aren't a musician and you're not struggling, support your local musician. <laughs> Give him a tip. See some guy playing. Drop some dough in the, and, you know, help him out or her out. You know, because it's, uh, it's a thing, you know. Otherwise, you'll have no more music. No more live music, anyway. So having said that, I am going to depart and uh, wish you a fond farewell till the next time. Danny's Musical Chats, signing off. Bye-bye.